the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time for the only radio show of its kind. Auctioneers of antiques. Collectors of cool. Veterans of vintage. It's the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. For the next hour, enjoy great information about buying and selling antiques and collectibles. And some interesting stories. Now, the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Welcome to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thank you for joining us. We are here every Saturday from 1 to 2 o'clock. Hi, I'm Susan. I'm here with Randy Donnelly. We are the owners of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. We're just 60 miles west of Chicago, folks. You have to come out and visit us. We have a lot of exciting things happening at Donnelly Auctions this week. But my favorite thing of the week is getting getting to talk to our special guest today, Mr. Bob Boyce. I'm going to let Randy introduce him. You know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I... I've been uh, really fortunate to to meet and know some really great people over the years. And it's interesting that uh, this gentleman, uh, Bob Boyce, who is a legendary race car builder and driver, I actually, for years, I've known him since I'm a teenager. But back in the day when I understood who Bob Boyce was, I only knew him as a military collector, <laughs> uh, he was an avid military collector. So I never understood all those years that uh, who Bob was until one day, um, one of my auctioneers walked in the auction hall and goes, "Oh my God, what's he doing here? How <laughs> do, do you know, know him?" <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, that's Bob. That's what's Bob. the story?" And he goes, "No, no, no. Don't you know about his racing?" And so, uh, Bob Boyce, here you are on the radio with us. Tell Woo-hoo, us. Welcome, Bob. So happy to have you on the show. more about your racing exploits. Again, I've known you forever as a military collector. And here it is. Uh, uh, you're, you're such a, uh, a known, known driver. And uh, you're actually in the Hall of Fame. Yes, I am. Uh, we got... Well, I was racing for probably since 1965 in stock cars. Uh, got involved with Indy cars back in 1970 as a mechanic with Lloyd Ruby. And uh, we started building cars right after I won a couple of championships because I started racing at O'Hare Stadium in 65. And when they closed in 68, we migrated to Soldiers Field, Waukegan, Rockford, and ran all over the Midwest. And I was fortunate enough to get involved building the first two chassis Camaros that were built. And I won a championship at Ileana Speedway in 1970 and had guys coming to me to build cars. And it just evolved from there. Um I think between 1973 and 83, we were really active. We built over 400 chassis. Wow. And built frames for other people. Uh, and then f- from then on in, we got involved with NASCAR. I had a chance to run NASCAR, but really didn't get involved because that would have been going down south. And at that time, the Civil War was still going on between the north and the south. 
we had USAC up here, so they had NASCAR. And so I stayed up here, and I figured, well, I'm better off to be up here and keep the business going. And so that's kind of how it evolved. Uh, It's really interesting to see that uh, it was an accidental thing. It it evolved into industrial bending, and we ended up building equipment for other people, even in the drag racing field from Moroso and people like that. So here I am. I'm in the Hall of Fame. I got (laughs) inducted in the Hall of Fame. Uh, back in uh, 2012, uh, I was in good company. It was the inaugural induction, and they inducted me with Andy Granatelli, Freddie Lorenzen, Les Snow, Sal Tavella, and a whole host of others. And then I got sponsored into the Indianapolis Old Timers Fraternity because of my involvement as a mechanic in 1970. You so, know. you know... I. Go ahead. It's so funny because I've said, I've known you since I'm a teenager, you know, 50 years ago. I, back in the 60s, I knew you as a military collector. And just last year, uh, you and I were out at uh, uh, the Military Vehicle Collectors Club, and you took me over to uh, uh, the, the Indy Speedway. And when we're walking through the museum, I couldn't believe the amount of people who recognized you and wanted their pictures taken with you and everything. So, so again, all, for years and years, I knew you as a military collector and, and not as this famous race car driver. So I, I apologize for I'm not recognizing to, I'm that. I'm going to have to get your autograph the next time you step in, okay? Not a problem. All right. And a photo. <laughs> but, you know, Bob, I love the cars you've been racing all these years and I um, did my homework and looked up and I want to hear more about what happened in 1965 when you were racing that Cheetah Road America. Actually, it was well, Road America in, in 2004. It was a 1965 Cheetah, was it not? Right. Uh, I got involved in that for, you know, for years you raced on a shoestring and you know, nobody could get a factory ride. And I got a call back in 2004. Nobody wanted to drive this car. And it was a second-generation car that Bill Thomas and Don Edmonds, who built the original Cheetahs in 1965, they came out with a second-generation car. Well, the cars never had much uh, of a reputation for winning races. And they took me up to Road America. And I'm not a road racer by any stretch of the imagination. So I get in the car. And I'm just winging it, driving it like a stock car. And I ended up finishing second. So right away, it's, you know, and now I got the ride. So we run that car for about six years. We'll end up in the process. Bill Thomas died. Uh, the fellow I was driving for, Mark Yulinski, owned Racine Harley-Davidson up in Wisconsin. And one day he comes up to me and he says, I want to trade you for an Indy car. I want you to own this thing because you're going to kill yourself in it. And either way, I'm <laughs> so going to be small, mad because yeah. you're going to wreck my car. <laughs> so, well, Bob, how fast were you running. going? How fast did you go in that race to get second place? Well, 
That car will run. We had it in Indianapolis running on the road course, too. It'll run about 175 to 180 down the straightaway. Oh, Ooh. my God. That's just crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. To, to think yeah. that uh, anybody drives that fast these days. I also read that you hit a guardrail going 130 miles per hour. Tell us that story. Well, <laughs> I was following a GT40 down a lower part of the straightaway at Road America, and he blew his transmission, and oil went all over the racetrack. And I kind of gathered it up, but it hit the guardrail sideways, and it was more of a, a lot of noise, but it, wow. it wasn't too bad. You don't, it, The closer you are to an impact, the less you feel it. It's when you're real far away and you travel into it sideways when all the damage is done. So I was lucky. You're very just, lucky. I, yeah. Well, my favorite part of that story is that they replaced the bend, the rear trailing arm, replaced it, and then you ended up winning the next day. Man. Yes, I did. <laughs> That's fabulous. Great stories. I wish we could talk for hours on this. You know, we're um, we're talking uh, with, with Bob Boyce here on, on the radio, uh, race car driver and so on. But Bob is an avid collector of all kinds of things, including military relics, Who uh, the, the way I've known him forever. But uh, Bob has recently consigned with us to Donley Auctions an unbelievable car. We, we just uh, picked it up. Uh, at, at his home this week, and we'll have it uh, for auction in November. And it's a 1938 LaSalle convertible. What a beauty. Oh, my God. When when that rolled into uh, the showroom, uh, I, I was I was surprised, uh, Bob, uh, about this car. You, you told me about it, but seeing is believing. What a beautiful car. How long have you had this uh, beauty? I had it since the 80s. I bought four of them, and we ended up building two cars out of it. It was a funny deal. Bill Sloan, that owns Sloan Valve, opened a restoration shop, and he wanted to restore Lincolns, and he wanted to keep his guys busy. So he asked me if I'd bring the car over and put it in his shop. I said, well, I don't want to spend that kind of money restoring the car. He says, don't worry about it. He said, you're doing all the bending for us and all the toilet traps and that at your shop. He says, just add a couple of bucks to every part, and that way I can keep my guys busy. So we ended up, but it was a nine-year restoration on that car. And well, it, uh, it truly is a, a ground-up restoration. I mean, this car is just absolutely beautiful. It's navy blue with that taupe colored convertible top. It even has a rumble seat. What a beauty. Coming yeah, up in our right. auction in November. Anything else you want to add about the car? Well, those cars, that was the first year of the all-steel body. And if I'm not wrong, I think that car was one of only like 685 of the, um, what they call the Cabriolet convertibles that were made by LaSalle. LaSalle was considered the baby Cadillac at the time. And it's the most desirable body. So... In it, its okay. its own right, it's a Bob, reasonably we're gonna, rare we're gonna car. Stop you there because I want to continue on in our next segment. I want to hear more about the 1938 LaSalle. Don't go anywhere, folks. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour right here on AM 560, The Answer. They've been called auctioneers of antiques, collectors of cool, even veterans of vintage. 
and they can introduce themselves. Thanks for listening. This is the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Yes, thank you for listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Welcome back. I'm Susan. I'm co-owner of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. My partner, Randy Donnelly. We have a special guest today, Bob Boyce, legendary race car driver and race car builder. Bob is consigning a beautiful 1938 LaSalle to our November auction. And Bob, we want to hear all about this beautiful vehicle you just brought in. Well, it was kind of a project that went out of control. And <laughs> Don't we they ended always? up going, huh? Don't yes, they, all? they do. It's called financial suicide. Yes. But uh, <laughs> what had really happened was that it, it was going to be just a, a mild restoration. And it turned out to be where we sourced up a new old stock parts. Uh, we had uh, special hides that we got that were matching hides for the leather interior. And it became a, basically a 100-point restoration. Uh, it was kind of over the top. I probably, after we got it done, I lost all interest in the car. It kept it in a heated garage since the 90s. I don't think it's got 10 miles on it since it was restored. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize that. That's awesome. You know, I was surprised when I was at your uh, uh, garage uh, uh, last year when we were at uh, Indy at, at the museum and everything. But when I was at your garage, uh, the the race cars you still own. Well, I've got the 1961 Watson. I knew A.J. Watson real well. He was, kind of, yeah, he was a premier builder for Indy cars back in the 60s and the late, uh, oh, 59, 58. Built a lot of winning cars. And I knew him and Roger Ward. So I ended up with the 1961. Uh, it'd be, it actually was the third place car in 61. But it was the car that Johnny Rutherford took his uh, driving test on. It was one of two cars that were built as coilover cars back in the 60s. And we restored that one. And I kind of hang on to that. I've had it out at the track in Indianapolis, and I've had it at Milwaukee. And then, and I knew A.J. Foyt real well, I ended up with his 1981 front row car. So I've got the last Coyote he built. Incredible. And the last one... I I fell into it because nobody wanted to buy it, and it turns out that it's a real winner. It was a 1971 McLaren that Mark Donahue qualified and won the uh, Pocono 500 with, which became the first win on a 500-mile race for Mark Donahue and the first 500 win for Roger Penske, who owned the car. Wow, wow. Uh, that car we're restoring right now. Uh, as far as value goes, I haven't got a clue what it's worth. Oh, I, I could only imagine. But but then again, we could find out, couldn't we, at Donnelly Auctions? That's right. so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, no doubt about it. <laughs> at, at some point in time, maybe we can uh, uh, talk you into uh, working with us on uh, uh, on pushing a, a really great racing auction, yeah. auction together. I mean, you know so many people, and there's there's – plethora, you know, I'm going to use uh, David Hilp's words, a uh, plethora of uh, merchandise out there. It's just incredible what uh, 
what's available. So many guys have great racing memorabilia. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have any racing memorabilia that we should know about, it can be helmets, posters, obviously cars, signs, you name it. We're always looking for racing memorabilia. That's right. If you do have anything, email us at consign at donleyauctions.com with any information where you're located Maybe some photos, that'd be great. Or just call us at 815-923-7000. Hey, Bob, quick question. Anybody in your family taking the torch and in, in racing now in your family? No, not really. Uh, actually, I, I only have a bet. daughter. And uh, so the rest of my family's gone. And so that, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, all this stuff's going to end up at an auction. That's for sure. All you right. guys are going to end up with it. Well, thank you. Can't wait to see more, that's for sure, and well, hear more stories. You know, I, I say this all the time. We've, we've known each other for, for so many years. You you collect all kinds of things. I mean, uh, I've known you always as a, a military relic collector, and we've, we've sold interesting things for you. You have always collected the best. I mean, we've we've sold a, a general's uniform for you uh, uh, with uh, uh, original surrender documents. We've sold a totally restored Jeep. I mean, you you That's just right. have I forgot such, about the Jeep. Oh yeah, That's so right. That was awesome. great. Great stuff comes from Bob Boyce. So what what else can you tell us? What what was your last race? Well, three years ago. We took the car out to Road America because that's that's actually one of the biggest road courses in the United States. It's one of the fastest. And the bigger tracks, I kind of like the car that I got right now, the little Cheetah, that thing's got a sprint car motor in it. So it develops about 700 horsepower. And uh, I actually won the show by default. I finished second in Milwaukee that year. And then we took it right up to Road America, and there really wasn't a lot of competition up there, so it was it was kind of a free ride for me. But uh, <laughs> that's always nice. The thing is, yeah, the thing that you know people don't understand is you don't stop competing because you're old. You become old when you stop competing. Oh. Wow. That's an interesting, that's a great quote. In, interesting yeah. quote because that, I mean that could be said about. Almost anything, right, right on down to uh, any line of work or uh, or hobbies or anything. That's... Well, I'm glad nothing major has happened to you during these race car years, Bob, because I've seen that little cheetah. I don't know how you even fit inside that thing. So I'm just glad well, you haven't you, had you... any serious accidents. Well, you know, you, you kind of fit in the car, and the car becomes part of you if it's designed properly. And, you know, the thing is that a lot of people – Unless you've raced, a racer would understand what I'm going to say. There is no sensation of speed. Hmm. When you're going over 100 miles an hour, if it's 110, 130, 170, it's relative to the other vehicles on the track that you're racing with. The only time you notice that you're at speed is when you lose control and you travel for a couple of city blocks before you hit something. (laughs) I'll what's, be the, what's the fastest you've ever driven? Is it 178? Uh, I would say about 180. 180. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was at Indianapolis on the road course. Man. Okay. Fascinating stuff. Well, thank you so much for that information, Bob. We hope to see you at our auction coming up in September. Don't forget, that's our gun and military 
Relics Auction, September 23rd and 24th. We're still taking consignments for it, yes? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Okay. Always. And then, of course, my favorite is the collection of vintage vehicles and classic cars that we get for our November auction. So we are still taking consignments for that. Come out to see Bob's 38 LaSalle. It's a beauty. That it is. And uh, and again, it's a, a great uh, total restoration, a nice running vehicle, just exactly what you want. You know, there's a rumble seat in that. You know where that term came from? I don't. Well, it comes from the horse-drawn carriage era. It was intended for servants to sit in in the back where they had like no protection to the elements or anything like that. And it allowed the rich folks to keep the help out of their leather-lined cabins and to show them off as a symbol of wealth. Really? And so they showed off servants in, in yeah, the back of their yeah. vehicles. Mm-hmm. Now we just like to call it the mother-in-law seat because they're – there's little or no protection back there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you used it for, Bob? Was that the mother-in-law seat or uh, oh, what's God. the story there? <laughs> they, well, that's where they belong. Oh, on that note, Bob, thank you so much for joining our show today. You're a pleasure to talk to, and we'll see you at the auction house soon. Say hi to the family. Well, thank you for having me. You bet. And, yeah, I hope uh, I hope we'll see you at the November auction. People can uh, come out and meet you. Oh, that'd be oh great. absolutely. That'd be Good. Great. Hey, do you have any um, uniforms? What do they call those? Those jumpers, Leathers, aren't they? Yeah, those leather jumpers. You got any of those? I want to see one. I bet it still fits no. you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I probably have a bunch of driving suits that we could probably put in the auction later there on. There you go. There well, you go. Good, we'll good. talk about that offline. We'll, but thanks we'll, again, Bob, for joining us. You, you bet. We're going to launch a racing auction. That's okay, for sure. stay tuned. Okay. And don't go anywhere. Our next segment, we're going to talk about upcoming auctions. Again, valuable items you might have at home that you might want to put in an auction because I think everybody needs to downsize these days. Everybody needs a little cash, and Donley Auctions can make that collection of yours fit into your wallet one item or an entire collection call us at 815-923-7000 we'll give you next steps randy will even come to your house don't go anywhere you're listening to the donley auctions hour right here every saturday on am 560 the answer you're listening to the donley auctions hour on am 560 the answer Welcome back to the Donley Auctions Hour. You're here with Susan and Randy Donley of Donley Auctions in Union, Illinois. Thank you again, Bob Boyce, legendary race car driver, who just joined us in our last segment. But we want to talk about things we're looking for for upcoming auctions. We have probably one to two a month. We're always taking consignments. And Randy, tell us a little bit about some specific items we're looking for and and what we have coming up. Well, you know, I, so we I'm, have. I'm always uh, in search of slot machines, jukeboxes, you know, anything coin-operated. Uh, I'm sure sometimes our listeners get tired of hearing about well, that. Well, no, because I want to hear about the Dewey, that beautiful double Dewey that came in Well, and I'm glad ago. you said double Dewey because upright slot machines are rare. They, they just are. The big old wooden ones with the big wheel you see in the center. Um they're 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 very rare and and we have a couple of those in the November auction coming up, but doubles are extremely rare. That's right, extremely rare. And we have a Mills um, uh, a, a double Dewey. It yeah. says the Deweyette on the front of it. It's absolutely beautiful. One half is the Dewey, the mm-hmm. other half is the Deweyette. That's right. right. So I had to look and see who that who that guy. 
photo was on the front of it. It's uh, Admiral George Dewey. You know, people hear us talk about Dewey slot machines. Right, I never knew that all, that's all who it was named after. So. And um, I'm uh, learning. Admiral Dewey was the uh, international the hero, hero mm-hmm. uh, of uh, of the United States at the uh, uh, 1890s period of, of time. Certainly. Uh, Spanish-American War. That's right. Hero. Yeah. He was the hero of the Battle of Manila Bay. So after that, when they came home, they had a welcome home parade and all kinds of stuff. And all of the Americans were given special military decorative medals. And they had their photographs on them. Each one had their own photograph. And I read that uh, Admiral Dewey was so humble and modest that he turned his over so nobody could see it. Wow. <laughs> he didn't want anybody to see his picture on his medal. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, the double Dewey has this photo on the front of it. I don't think he's worried about that now. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there's also, I mean, not only is there a a double, but there's such a thing as a triple. And triple slot machines are so rare. Uh, Big, giant triple slot machines are so rare. Who are the manufacturers of those? Is that a Mills item as well? I believe Mills and Kaylee, uh, a few different companies uh, made them. But... uh, uh, again, extremely rare. They they became so rare that, of course, reproductions started mm-hmm. to be made. And I think there's probably only 30, 40 uh, triples known in in existence really? anywhere in the world. And the, the reality is of those, probably half of them are fake. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, yeah, because... But they still sell well or no? Oh, sure. Even, I would think so. Even a, uh, a reproduction would be very valuable because... When we call it reproduction, it's kind of like repurpose. They're not total reproductions. Most of uh, the uh, copies, so to speak, were made with original mechanisms, and they're made now so many years ago. These were were reproduced back in the '60s. I mean, they're already seventy, you know, sixty, seventy years old. Hmm. Um, so, uh, but the but the mechanisms themselves, they started with original mechs out of other machines, and then they just built the cabinet as a triple cabinet. So most of it's real. Wow. Let's see if anyone out there has one. That's why I'm asking. I know. I'm we're asking. You Call don't us. ask, don't get. That's so, right. Call uh, us at 815-923 if you have a rare triple slot machine. <laughs> you know, I would love and, to see one. And I ask all the time for, for things like cannons, tanks, yes, and, and everything. Always. because. Uh, uh, again, I, I, I say this, don't ask, don't get. You know, there's a lot of this stuff um, in in city parks and municipalities and everything. And very often uh, they become a, what we call an attractive nuisance with kids climbing on them and getting hurt and, and insurance claims and everything. Very often uh, they have to be removed out of out of the city so kids can't mm-hmm. climb on them anymore. And we're taking consignments for those type of items for our September auction, September 23rd and 24th. So I would say even through the end of this month, we can still take consignments for our September auction. Without a doubt. So so it's a reminder to cities and municipalities, if you have any antique uh, uh, military relics and or statues uh, that are being removed from parks, uh, we're also uh, asking museums, those uh, museums that have an abundance of surplus in storage and they need to get rid of it or what it's called uh, deaccession. We can always help with the uh, museums that need to liquidate. That's right. And I know you had 
wanted to mention about popcorn machines. I'm going to change the subject on you here from military to back to our November auction. Tell us about those beautiful popcorn machines coming up. We've got about 15 popcorn machines of every size, shape, and description. Uh, they originally came out of a popcorn museum uh, in There's Ohio. There's a popcorn museum? Wow. There was. There was, not anymore. Uh, but we've auctioned it off. And we've got about 15 machines left from that collection that will be sold in November. November, that's right. So again, that's the purpose of our show today is to... Find out what you have. Give us a call at 815-923-7000. Email us at consign at donleyauctions.com. We would love to hear what you have. It's not too late or too early to consign to any of our upcoming auctions. So don't go anywhere. Coming up next, Sean is going to give us an update on the Donley Group. You're listening to the Donley Auctions right here every Saturday on AM560, The Answer. And now, more of the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. We are back with the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thanks for sticking with us during that break. I'm Susan, co-owner of Donnelly Auctions, here with my partner, Randy Donnelly. And we have Shauna Donnelly on the phone with us today, who's heading up our real estate division, the Donnelly Group. Hi, Shauna. Welcome aboard. And we'd love to hear what's new in Shauna World. Hi, guys. Thanks so much. It's always good to be here. Last week, we talked about sellers, correct? Yeah, I had a lot of info um, about it being a seller's market and what sellers are facing right now with those higher interest rates. But this week, I have some info for the buyers out there. Ah, good. Love it. Yeah. What you got for Absolutely. us? Well, so um, very interesting. We have some key statistics here. Um, first of all, I just want to say that interest rates are high, right? Everybody knows that. But for the buyers out there, I want everybody to know that we are expecting interest rates to drop back into the 4% by 2025. So it is still in your best interest if you are thinking about buying, if you're in a financial position to do so. Lock in your house now. You find your dream home. Don't let these higher interest rates deter you. Go now, and then you can refinance in a year or two. So that's definitely a good way to beat out some of the competition who is a little bit nervous about purchasing right now. Now, I- um, I just have a quick question. I'm sorry to, to interrupt there, but you say 2025. Are, are you saying, I'm just throwing this out there, are you saying that the interest rates are uh, election-oriented? I mean, is is this have anything to do with the, the upcoming election, whether I, interest I, rates go up or down? That is not something that I can speak to. I mean, past trends show that it's possible, but there are so many additional economic factors okay, okay. that affect interest rates. So I, I really cannot answer that question about whether or not they're election-based. I think a lot of other economic factors are election-based, and those economic factors affect interest rates. So it's gotcha. possible, but don't okay. quote me on that. Okay. Yeah, Very interesting stuff. So it's still a seller's market, but it's also a buyer's market. Well, it, you know, I truly am a big believer. If you have the right agent advising you for your best financial situation, we can get you into this housing market. You don't have to be afraid to jump in. But that being said, I mean, you are far better off to work with an agent. And when you are a buyer, you don't pay any agent fees. The seller, it's all part of the listing cost for a seller. So buyers, work with your preferred agent. Um, I can definitely be one of them. And whether you are looking in Illinois or looking to move out of state, we have partners in all 50 states. So we can definitely help you. That's right. And tell us again how we can get a hold of you, Shauna. 
I want your phone to be ringing off the wall. Thank you. Well, you want to go to our Donley Auctions website, and at the top, we have a real estate tab, and my cell phone number is right on there. You can call me or text me direct. It will ring. The phone that I'm holding in my hand will ring, and I will be the one to answer. (laughs) No matter where you are, because I see you walking around with that phone in your hand (laughs) 24-7. I never put it down. I'm always working. No, you can't. You know, one thing we haven't talked about lately, I'd like to touch again, is on the sale of the Wild West Town in Union, Illinois. What kind of information can you share there, Shauna? Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, our our old family business is sale, and it was our beautiful Wild West amusement park. We've got the museum, the rides, all the attractions um, since 1974, and it's available. We are 23 and a half acres. It's zoned B3 in McHenry County, which means we've got 40,000 plus square feet of commercial buildings. There are two residences on the property, got all the utilities that go directly to it, paved parking lots, multiple entrances and driveways. It would be great for someone if they wanted to walk right in and reopen the Wild West Town, use it as an event center, concerts, flea markets. The possibilities are truly endless out there. They they really are because the zoning is the key thing. Nobody has to worry about trying to buy with contingent on on zoning because it's all done for you. And, of course, uh, all all the infrastructure is there. I mean, somebody could walk in tomorrow and and literally open up that quick. You know, we need some some investors out there. Where are all the people? Exactly. But, you know, like I said, possibilities are endless, and it, it really is a great little place out there. Yep. You know who's out there every day is Tucker. He uses it as his little very own personal <laughs> dog, dog park. park I know yeah. it, it's happy and sad it's the same way, but we do get to look at it every day and really wish someone could come in and rejuvenate it yeah. or, you know, do something of their do own. Do something with new. It. And the area is great too. Right next door is the KOA campgrounds. We still have our restaurant building there. I mean, restaurant yeah. and banquet hall, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Lots of great things to do. But you can also give me a call if you want more information. I've got a packet that I can easily send out to people. So give me a call or an email, and you can find that on the Donley Auctions website. That's right. And we can even give a tour if anyone's interested. Give us a call at 815-923-7000. We'll definitely answer all your questions. Thank you, Shauna, for joining us. Any last words? Just give us a call. Buy, sell, rent, invest. The Donley Group does it all for you. I love yeah, that. you know, real quick, I know we've only got a minute to go, but tell me uh, real quick, what is a dual agent? Well, a dual agent, good question. A dual agent is when the agent is representing both the buyer and seller. This happens a lot when you have buyers who think that they're working with an agent is going to cost them money, but it won't. But it also happens when someone's just looking at an open house, for example, and they walk in, just thought they were going to take a stroll, be a nosy neighbor. I'm not yet ready to buy, but it turns out they fall in love with the property and say, wow, can you help me write this offer? Now, both parties have to agree, but, um, you know, you sign your disclosures. And what an agent cannot do is give any key indicators on price to either party. So even though you are, I would not actually be doing the negotiating if I were a dual agent. I would be basically the person relaying the information. I could well, never tell the seller, I know you. they're approved to this, you know. So. I, thank Shana, you for that. Thank you so much. That. So much good information, folks. We're glad you're on our show with us, and we'll talk to you again next week. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're going to talk about upcoming auctions and how you can bid at them. If you can't come 
to our location. We'll tell you how else you can do it. Go to DonleyAuctions.com or call us at 815-923-7000. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. The Donley Auctions Hour continues now on AM560, The Answer. We're back with the Donley Auctions Hour. Thank you, Shauna Donley, for an update on the Donley Group, our new real estate division. And uh, all that exciting information happening with the sale of the Wild West Town. There's just so much going on. Go to our website at DonleyAuctions.com for information on upcoming auctions, how to consign to us, how to get in touch with Shauna. Now, you know, the next part is how do you bid in an auction? Well, you know, but not only you mentioned uh, uh, how do you get a hold of us. Yeah. So, so many times people are, are saying to me, uh, geez, you know, uh, we we call right after your show and we can't get through. Um, well, we we do get a lot of calls, and you, please leave a message because uh, we will get back to you we as, do check as, them all. as yes. soon as possible. And um, to that point, uh, going forward, you know, maybe a month from now or so, we are planning on taking live calls also uh, oh, on our Oh, won't show. that be fun? Oh, my goodness. Start writing your questions down now. <laughs> you got it. You want to be on the air oh. with us. Uh, <laughs> about another month, we'll have our, our technology in place uh, to do that. Live so, at Donnelly Auction Hour. But uh, uh, but definitely call us, email us, you know, keep the, uh, uh, the, the calls coming because we... We get back we, to everybody. And, you know, what we do is we... Print out all that information and disseminate it to the right expert on our staff. Right. And have, you know, Ryan can talk about coins and jewelry and you guys on the military stuff. And we've got Wayne talking about the cars. So all kinds of people on staff here. You know, one thing you don't want to do, though, is uh, uh, be disappointed, unfortunately, sometimes when when we tell you, well, your, your items just don't have enough value. Right. What um, we like to say but at is least you know. there's not enough meat on the bone. <laughs> you like that term. I do like you? that term, yes. Because our auctions really have to meet a, you know some minimum requirements for us to pull together an auction. You know, We have to decide on what the projected hammer value is going to be. And is there enough meat on the bone? And it has to be a variety of inventory in order to attract all those eyeballs. And it has to be interesting, It has to be interesting. Period. It can't I just mean, be a list of stuff. And, and we can tell you, we can tell you honestly what is going to be valuable mm-hmm. and what's not. Right. And very often, here's the thing, we get phone calls or uh, photographs sent to us of, of stuff that, eh, for lack of better words, is worthless. Um, but then... <laughs> Asking the right questions, I cannot tell you how many times we have found treasures in people's homes. Right, and that that's they did not, not know about. Right, and that's mm-hmm. not what they contacted us about. Right. They had some, you know, milk glass or something like that, which is good to have. But then we find out they've got, you know, slot machines and arcade equipment. Or and, Chico Pottery. That's I mean, right. You, you name it. What, uh, we're, what we're always looking for are those anchors in an auction because not everybody has a big collection of stuff. So we'll take one or two items, but they have to be those anchors that we need to kind of lace into an existing auction. Exactly. I know. We got to hear what you have. And that'll be fun on the, the live radio show. You'll get to ask us those questions. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous about that, actually. But anyway, you can come out to our auctions in Union, Illinois. You can bid live. You can bid on the phone. You can submit an absentee bid. Really, there's all kinds of ways. You don't actually have to be there. You can do it from home. You can do it from the campground. You can do it from your kid's soccer game. Call us at 815-923-7000 or check our website 
at DonleyAuctions.com. All that information on how to consign, how to sell with us, how to bid with us, and how even to get a hold of our real estate division. Randy, any last words? Well, I'm always looking for more items. Always looking. Call us. What do you always say? Don't ask. Don't Don't get. Don't ask. Don't Don't get. get. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. For now, I'm Susan. And I'm Randy Donnelly. And and we'll we'll see see you at at the the auction. auction. Thanks for listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Check out all the latest information on upcoming auctions and collectibles at DonnellyAuctions.com. And while you're there, you can contact someone about buying or selling your collectibles or estates. That's DonnellyAuctions.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.